Welcome to another episode of F That, Breaking the Rules of Online Business, the podcast for people who are ready to question the status quo of online business and market their business however the F they want to. I'm your host, Deanna Seymour, and I create beautiful graphics and engaging short-form videos to help you market your brilliant ideas. Let me ask you this. Do you consider yourself creative? And if you don't, why not? Is it because you're not artistic or maybe because you quote-unquote can't draw? Well, today I'm chatting with Paulette Arado all about creativity, and I'm hoping it'll help you see yourself in a whole new light. Paulette is the host of La Vida Más Chevre, which is an inspirational podcast for all child-free Spanish-speaking Latinas to find their confidence through creativity. She questions our societal norms a lot around things like being child-free, but also provides a platform for Latinas to feel heard and seen. And she's super rad, and I can't wait for you to hear what she has to say. All right, let's get started. Hey, Paulette. Hi, Dee Dee. How's it going? I am good. How are you? Um, I am so excited to just dive right in. No plans. We're just going to spitball about creativity and how people can, I don't know, what infuse more of it, feel more confident in their own creativity. What else are we going to tell them? How are we going to help them? We're going to help them get over their fear of creativity. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, I love this. Sitting down, too, I was like, oh, wait. I'm an art teacher. I'm an expert in creativity, too. You kind but of I are. just feel like I'm a little rusty. And I feel like when I thought of creativity and how I wanted to do an episode on creativity, I was like, okay, Paulette obviously is going in this slot. So why don't you tell the audience a little bit about your background, where what you're up to, like why I was like creativity is obviously Paulette's episode. Hi, I'm Paulette Arado. And Arado was a Greek muse. <laughs> Erotic poetry. But we don't have to go into that. She was a muse. I am a muse. I am here to inspire you to be more creative. And so when I launched my podcast a year ago, that was my whole driving motivation, that everyone is creative and I want to inspire you to be your best creative self. And that means different things to different people. Yes. Yeah. First, okay, step one. Well, I don't know why I'm trying to make a bunch of rules in this episode. Like, I'm like... I'm like, uh, step one, it can look different for everyone. I feel like people just think like, oh, I can't draw or I can't make, I can't paint. I'm not creative. Um, So, okay. Sorry to interrupt, but I just got signed up for a second. Not going to be the last time in this episode, but. I mean, the thing is we're coming from the same place that we both believe this so deeply in our like moral center of existence that for other people to not recognize it hurts us on some level, right? Yeah. Yeah. physically pains us yes. it physically is painful in my bones if you believe that you are creative and people want to fight you on this like there's anything to gain from saying that you're not okay great you win that argument then what you still feel empty yes they do they're very passionate about not being creative <laughs> part of their identity it is funny because there are people i feel like okay Also, I wanted to have this episode because I talk a lot about having fun and, you know, I feel like my brand is colorful and all this stuff. And I was thinking, oh, there might be people out in the world being like, oh, that's great for her, but I'm not, you know, that classic, like, but I'm not creative. So Dee Dee can do that, but I can't really pull that off or I can't do it. And that's what, you know, like we just said, hurts us to the core. (laughs) But I was like, just in case anyone is feeling that way, here we are. Okay, Um, sorry. Continue. So we need to separate for other people what the difference between creativity and art is. They're not necessarily the same thing. 
And all of these things. So what I really love to do on my podcast is cuss, one. But two, is to question these ideas that we so strongly believe about the world, about ourselves, and call bullshit on them. I'm allowed to cuss on this one, right? Oh, of course. Okay, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. I'm like, uh uh-oh. Are there children in the room? (laughs) No, no, no. And that's Um, not something they haven't heard before. It's my children. (laughs) I don't know, but anybody listening, but I don't think they listen to this with their kids around. Okay. Hopefully not. So anyway, so so art is one of those big ideas that people have that it's just this thing that hangs on walls in museums. And that is a type of art, but it is not the only type of art. If you go outside and you see like, I mean, I live in a large metropolitan area, so there's like tagging on various... We- you know, walls around here. Yeah. But I also live in a city that has um, um, invested a lot in murals and mm. public art. And that is art. These like <laughs> different styles of painting and some are really intricate and some just look like graffiti, but they're all beautiful in their own way. And they all make you feel a certain way, right? Everything makes you feel a little different. And that's the whole entire purpose of art. I mean, as an art teacher, you can speak to this, right? Like, Art is supposed to make you feel something. And sometimes what it makes you feel is stupid. And sometimes what it makes you feel is, well, I could do that or my child could do that. Or I mean, I don't have one, but maybe my plant or, or like my stuffed penguin that I just adopted could do that. Um, you know, some stuff looks really simplistic, mm-hmm. but that's still a feeling that it iterated inside of you. Yeah. So that's my first thing. And two, creativity has nothing to do with how good you are at something. Creativity yes. is just letting go because you can't get good at something unless you do it. And the first time you do it, you're probably going to do it really poorly. <laughs> My favorite analogy for this is that when you were learning to walk, and Didi, you still have young kids, so you're probably yeah. just went through this. You fell on your mm-hmm. ass a lot. You fell yes. a lot. And people you know, who were trying to encourage you to get back up off your ass and start walking again, they would clap, they would applaud. So, you know, they celebrated every little baby step along the way for you. And Mm -hmm. now as adults in this big, bad world that we live in, we walk, we run, we dance, we jump, we skip rope, we like kick. And that, (laughs) all of that are advanced ways of walking. And you couldn't have done any of those things if you hadn't gone up off your ass when you were still in diapers and learned to take that first step forward. Baby steps. Yeah. You were really bad at it at first. And now you're so great at it, you take it for granted. And anything that can be learned is a skill. Any type of creativity you can develop is basically just honing of that skill. But you have to start with baby steps and you got to suck at it at first. Like, yeah, I always think about if little kids were like, never mind, I'm just not really a walker. I'm <laughs> like, that's not really my thing. I said, I fell down. I'm not like, you know, I'm not like that. But that's the same thing to be like, I'm not really creative. Uh-huh. Like, I tried it. I'm not good at it. I think Brene Brown talks about um, actually like art teachers and teachers, probably other teachers, like literally crushing people's <laughs> like creativity in their souls by saying i mean i'm sure you guys can imagine that i wasn't a huge like this is exactly how you do this project in my art room um but there were like there's like teachers and art teachers and people who um as we're when we're little like you know basically make you feel like oh okay i'm not good at that Mm -hmm. and like somebody had to tell you you failed at creativity Mm -hmm. and let me just tell you that person was wrong and let me tell you 
that person probably still lives in your head rent-free. And that voice percolates up when you're trying to start new things because they became a part of your inner critic. And there are people who exist in this world just to crush the dreams of others. What we have to learn as we grow up and experience the world is how to manage that, how to sidestep them, how to stay away from those ticking time bombs of people and realize that their voice is not the ultimate authority. On, yes. on us. We are the ultimate authority on ourselves. Like nobody should know you better than you know yourself. Maybe your yeah. partner because intimate relationships are a different thing. But that person who lives in your head rent-free and is telling you all of this and trying to sabotage you on one level or another, that is something that can also be learned to be managed. That is a skill you can develop to get rid of it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So wait. I also, like now, uh, this is an interview with me, zigzag, zigzag, zigzag. Um, <laughs> I want to go back to the idea that all creativity and art are different. Uh-huh. So like, what are some other, I guess, examples of creativity? Because I do feel like people think right away, like creativity, like evokes like color and art and uh-huh. Uh-huh. blah, blah, blah. So like, what are other ways that you define creativity? Oh, I love this. I love this. I did uh, several episodes on this topic <laughs> specifically. Um well, let, let's go back to how creativity and art are not the same. So, okay. you know, somebody will look at what you do for a living and be like, oh, I can't do that. And I know that my skill level would have to come up to a certain level in order to do what you do. But that's what you do for a living, not me. So I've hired you to do what you do so beautifully, create graphic design for like my podcast. It looks great because Dee Dee exists. Uh, and I could have spent all of my time uh, trying to come up with something like that. It wouldn't have been that exactly because you're a different person with a different personality. Um, and it would have cost me a lot of time. So instead, it just cost me money and I got back mm-hmm. that time, right? That being said, people, like one of the most common things people will say to um, illustrate that they're not creative is, I can't draw. Yes. Well, they can't, again, going back to my previous thing, they can't draw well, probably. They can maybe draw a line or a stick figure, but after that, it just gets too much. Mm-hmm. But again, it's just a skill. So let's can talk I tell about- you, Wait, wait can uh, I tell you? I have to tell you because I think you're going to be impressed. When I was an art teacher, kids would always be like, especially in high school, so I'm going to do my cranky teenager voice, which is like, <laughs> I don't even know why they put me in this class. I can't draw. <laughs> like all mad that they're in my class. <clears throat> and I would always be like, well, I'm a teacher. Like that's, that's my job. That would be like you signing up for Spanish and being like, I don't know where they put me in here. I don't even know how to speak Spanish. The whole point of signing up for a Spanish class is to learn how to speak Spanish. So you are in my art class. It's okay that you don't know how to draw. And it's not just, and also I'm always like, it's not just drawing. And if you were in my art class, like, hello, contemporary art, like we're going to like, you know, call spilled milk some art or something. We're going to glue, we're going to like glue Google eyes on random objects and photograph them. Like we're not just drawing in DD's <laughs> art class. But it was just interesting to me that people were like, I don't even know why I'm in here because I can't already do the thing uh-huh. that this class is for. Uh-huh. So, all right. I just was like, it's a thing people say all the time. And I heard it in cranky teenager voice. All the time. <laughs> and, and even before they become cranky teenagers, kids really start to absorb these messages that, oh, because I can't do X. I am not creative. But Mm -hmm. think of all the tiny little creative choices you make throughout the day, like from the color of your underwear to what color you're wearing on the outside of your underwear to the (laughs) color car you drive to what you're having for lunch to 
how you're going to greet, you know, the first person you see, whether you're going to punch them in the face or you're just going to smile. You know, these are all creative decisions. They don't feel like it because we take them for granted again, like the walking. But yes. if we really sat back and examined all of the choices we get to make in a day, and some might feel prescriptive, like you have to wear the underwear under your clothes. You know, it is a creative choice to wear them on the outside of your clothes. And if you're doing that, baby, more power to you. But you know what I'm saying? In that we take for granted that we're going to wear underwear and it's going to be white. I don't know. I don't own any white underwear. But you yeah. might. And that's a creative choice. Let's talk about underwear. Let's talk about the color of your toothbrush. Let's talk about what flavor toothpaste you use. All creative choices that are an illustration of your personality and your wants and desires. Like, I don't like cinnamon flavored toothpaste, so I use mint. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's, yeah. That's, that's a choice I made to make myself feel better. Um, but that is a choice you get to have. Yes. Okay, so I like the idea of creativity also being like choices, <laughs> making choices. Yeah, it's just choices. Like I bought, I have recently come out of the belief that my shoes need to be a neutral color. And I'm 44 going on 45 this year and just now decided I can wear bright yellow shoes. So I bought a pair of black shoes and a pair of yellow shoes. Which one am I wearing more often? Yellow. Why? Because I finally just let go of like everything needs to match or it has to be. No, F the rules. Yes. Yes. I think that's interesting, too, because you're saying decisions, but I think that also sort of piggybacks into problem solving. Like mm -hmm. creativity is also just kind of looking at things with a different lens or approaching things a different, quote unquote, different way. But again, like we're all our whole shared, like our whole experience in life creates our lens. So like you're going to automatically kind of look at things in a creative way because you have your own little, you know, lens you're looking through. Right. I yeah. have, you know how a lot of people will then default to, well, I'm left brain. I'm very analytical. I'm not creative. And I mm -hmm. think that's all a bunch of horse shit that everybody can use both sides of their brain, uh, their metaphoric brain, because you're using your whole brain. I'm here to tell you, scientists, yeah. they have proven we use our whole brain, not just half of it. Although some people, you never know. But if you have always believed that you are analytical or, you know, strictly a numbers person and you don't have any creativity in you, let me tell you a story about my husband. He's an engineer. He is as like left brain analytical, analytical. So is my brother. They're both like very numbers, numbers, numbers. Those make sense to them, right? Mm -hmm. But my husband said to me one day, I have to make all kinds of creative choices sometimes about like the way this language that I'm writing or this code that I'm writing in the language is going to operate. And, you know, it's a problem, exactly problem solving, like you just mentioned, technique. And sometimes the code needs to be written this way, but sometimes it makes more sense this way. And because I have the knowledge behind that, I can make that choice. Yeah. So, you know, again, we talk about programming languages it's a language like spanish like english like art can be a language and it you know any kind of art photography ceramics creative writing all of this stuff is just the well of creativity is so large and so deep it's like an ocean but people only see the little tips of icebergs in them and say nope that doesn't apply so that can't be me and they it completely like discount this whole side that could exist of their personalities. Yeah. Yeah, the yellow shoe wearing. And if you are more of a numbers person, like 
I don't know, like you said, dipping your, like, I guess what we're talking about kind of is redefining your definition of creativity mm-hmm. um, so that it allows for you to, like, experiment with things and access things and get a little, like, wild oh. with your yellow shoes or your white underpants on the outside. Just kidding. <laughs> Maybe not. Not recommended. <laughs> I did a whole episode called Kill Your Fear of Creativity. It was my very first episode. Uh, I would recommend to go listen to it, but don't expect great audio because, again, it was my first time ever doing that. <laughs> Things got better. Things got better because podcasting is a skill and you learn and you get better and so on and so forth. Um, and it was it was about how, you know, fear also is what holds us back from feeling and doing creative things. And it's it's how our brain is wired. We, we run on fear um, because, you know, way back when human beings were first – trying to outlive the other species on the planet, um, that's what kept us safe. It kept us safe from predators. So, you know, you have this fight or flight response, which has also learned to adapt to greater situations. So now you can fight, you can fly, you can freeze, you can bond. So there's all these other F words that our brain can do for us. <laughs> and, yeah. um, and our brain loves, loves to learn, but it also loves to keep us safe. And sometimes it just lets fear have its way. But fear is just an emotion. It's just a sensation. And you can decide if you are going to be afraid of something because it's just a reaction. Is that the way you want to react to a thing? For example, lately, I live in California. It's been raining like the skies opened up and it's nothing but water falling on us. And, you know, as a curly haired person, I'm like, great, my hair is going to look like crap if I go outside in this rain. But it's just rain. Like, rain doesn't have to be bad. I don't have to think, oh, crap. I can think, oh, yay, the desert is getting some water. Maybe we won't run out of water this year. And I get to choose. Am I going to think, oh, crap? Or am I going to think, yay? Mm-hmm. And, and then go about my day. And if I chose the oh crap attitude and later on in the day I spill coffee on myself, that's my brain going, ha ha, I told you you were going to have a bad day. That's just proving that. But if I chose the yay, we're getting badly needed water in this area and I spill coffee on myself, I could just be like, oops, that happened. As opposed to like allowing it to indict my entire day and proving my brain right. I like that. Do you think that people get more scared because... It's almost like with social media and like being like available to everyone all the time. It's like scarier now to try new things because it's almost like on display for everyone. Do you ever feel that or do you think people feel that? That's something I struggle with sometimes. Yeah, I think fear of being made fun of is is a real and valid concern um, because feedback is so much more immediate these days. Mm-hmm. The thing is that we always feel like people are watching us and they're really not. You know, know, that's just our own little sucker on the inside being like, um, and amplifying that because social media is is always out there. Yeah, someone might find it, but you're not going to go viral off your very, like, your very first podcast. It doesn't sound that great. Like, mm-hmm. you know, the people who were there from, you know, your OG fans who were there from the beginning, they're going to grow with you, too. They're going to see the improvements that you've made. And speaking for myself, you know, my, my, my technique got better, my microphone got better, my pacing got better, I learned better everything. Um, but like if you're, let's say, trying to learn how to take pictures because we're a very like visual media kind of society, 
uh, your first few pictures might be a little weird. They might be a little wrong. And here's the thing. You learn all of the rules of your medium. So in photography, we have the rule of thirds. You always want your horizon to be level to the ground so it doesn't feel like you're like falling off the face of the earth. But once you learn that and and understand why those rules exist, you get to break the rules for a different point of view to establish your own point of view. Now, I will always try to make sure my my horizon is level because I don't <laughs> like looking at pictures and feeling like I'm going to fall off the face of the earth. But for some people, that's their technique. And mm-hmm. and so if you go back and look at my my Instagram account from like, I don't know, you know, 10, 15 years ago, a lot of my pictures are awful. And I was a professional photographer for a while. But, you know, um, there's a difference between using a camera phone and a and an actual DSLR. There's a difference between going from digital, from film to digital and all of those things. And you just get better by continuing to do it. So you can't learn to swim by sitting on the side of the pool. You can know, read all about swimming. Yeah, you can you can watch a bunch of YouTube videos, but until you're in the water trying not to breathe and stroke at the same time, your your body is not going to understand that mechanism. Mm-hmm. And it won't become rote and second nature until you practice it a little while. You might you might get a little bit of water up your nose at first. And it's mm-hmm. the same thing with anything else. You have to put it out there otherwise you're not going to improve. You yeah. get to be bad at things at first. Yes, I always talk about Season one of The Simpsons. Are you familiar with The Simpsons? Yes. I say I always talk about it. Okay, well, I just feel like, are you, like, aware of how weird they looked in season one? Like, do you know The Simpsons? Oh, like, man. I'll have to go back weirdo. and look at them. Like, but I do remember yeah. when they first came on the scene, they were, like, odd. Yes. They're very, like, um, you know, but you wouldn't have, I don't know what was on for, like, 20 seasons or something. I don't know. Is it still on? Who knows? Oh, but yeah. I'm just saying, like, The Simpsons now wouldn't exist if there wasn't like the weird awkward thing and like he didn't feel compelled to keep them like he was able to evolve but you have to start so i whenever people talk about that kind of thing i'm always like yeah the simpsons were super weird when they first came. <laughs> oh that's cool the 80s what a magical time but this no. can be your 80s where anything goes and then you will mature and improve and grow from there but you have to start yeah, you have to. And I start. think we all talk. We all talk about, you know, a growth mindset and making mistakes and sharing our messy middle or like all the catchphrases in the online business or wherever. Like, we know it in our brains, but it does get a little scary when you go to like start your podcast or, um, you know, push push post on something or try new colors or whatever you're doing. Like, it can feel scary, but I just hope that listening at least to this episode is like okay yes yeah that's just the voice in my head like you've given so much value for like how to kind of move through that because I mean it even it happens to me and like you said too it's like I it like I have this skill but other people have other skills and and you know when you were talking too about like left brain right brain I think I do myself a disservice and I talk often about like oh it's a spreadsheet I can't do a spe-. like I can Okay, I'm okay with a spreadsheet. I just worked on a spreadsheet today and I did a formula. Okay, just saying. Good for and you. I know. And I got a little fancy with a formula too in a checkbox and like changing. So, like, I did a little, I don't know, like, is that HTML? Or like, sometimes I'll change the HTML on my website and I'm like, look at me doing like fancy stuff, you know? And it, I mean, I'm scared and I've messed stuff up before and I've like messed with 
I always like copy and paste HTML like onto a sticky note and I like mess with it and I'm like, now it doesn't work at all. Like, let's put back what it was and like slowly back away. Mm -hmm. But you just have to start. I love it. Yeah. And I I have this saying that I love. Uh, Decisions are not life sentences. There are rarely things you will do in this life. Rarely. I mean, we're talking like extremes of cutting off your leg or tattooing your face. There are very few decisions you will make that you are stuck with for the rest of your life. Um, You know, deciding to put out a TikTok for the first time is probably not going to come back to haunt you. And you're not going to get better at TikTok unless you keep doing it. Yep. You just have to. It's again. You're, when when you're going off on a creative adventure, think of it as that, as like you're just playing. You're just learning. You are allowed to be bad. You are allowed to just play because that's how you learn all of the social skills that you grew up with. You learned them through play. Yeah. You learned them and through having fun. When I think of like, oh, gosh, what are people going to say? Like sometimes I think, oh, what are people going to say? Actually, fun fun fact. We're on a budget. And we have a birthday party coming up for the kids, like a little kid party. And I don't know if you know this, but it's like a classy move. Sorry if anybody doesn't do this because I just thought it classy. But like, I appreciate it when the, when the invitation says no gifts, like no gifts required. Love that. That's what we do. Not all invitations say that. And so then I'm like, okay, we got to maybe bring a present to this birthday party that's like a joint birthday party. So there's two kids. But I think we're going to go to the thrift store and try to find some like nice looking kids books. <laughs> Because I'm like, we do not have a line item in our budget for birthdays. And also, whatever. These kids are turning three. They don't need anything. I'm sure they're well taken care of. We're going to wrap up a little book. And I was thinking for a second, Ooh, what, are, what if like, what if later the people are like, oh, the Seymour's just brought a book, whatever. So here's what I do when I start thinking like, what are people going to think? What are they going to say? I picture that mom of the birthday party kid talking smack to someone else about me where she would be saying like and Deanna came to the party and all they gave him was a book and I'm like oh she would sound like a total jerk I'm not worried at all like I I sort of try to like hear my worst fear like what are they gonna say like that's what they would say and I'm like yeah she would come off in that conversation looking like a jerk like she would the other person would probably be like well that's really nice that they brought your kid a book so what so I don't know that's just my that's my way of dealing with my like what if someone makes fun of my TikTok? Like, you know, again, like, what if someone is like, Paulette, can you believe, like, Deanna's making these, like, stupid TikToks? Blah, 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 blah. Like, you'd probably be like, dang, Judgy, Judge Judy, why are you making fun of Deanna? Like, I I sort of picture, what am I really worried about? And then I sort of picture it as a skit in my head. And usually the person being, like, Judgy is the one who comes off bad. Just saying. It is 100% true. You know, and I think, Deanna, you and I are past a certain point in our life where we care very much about what other people think of us. But, you know, for the first 40-ish years of your life, that's that's a thing. That is something that we're co- very conscious of. And it's it's really hard to let go of, well, what will other people think? And the truth of the matter is they're not thinking about you. There are so what? many other concerns that people have. Yeah, that lady's not doing inventory of the birthday gifts and like right. judging me. But you know what? It's interesting when you said that, I just realized, yeah, I usually don't care. Why do I care? Why did I care about the book? I mean, this happened like two nights ago because mm-hmm. the party's tomorrow. Why did I care about the book? The reason is because I'm still kind of new at being a mom. I mean, Ruby six, but like a birthday parties and stuff like I'm still new at 
So I'm still like, oh, bring a present. Don't bring a present. Can we bring this? Can we can we just give a book? So I think those those worries seem to creep up more when you're new at something. Like mm-hmm. designing a podcast cover, I'm not like, oh, what's she going to think? I'm like, man, she's going to love this. This is going to be awesome because I've done it a bunch and it's uh-huh. really fun and I feel very confident in that area. But I guess buying gifts for children's birthday parties is not an area, especially on a budget. And the budgets are new for us. So it's like this mm-hmm. whole, like you're on unsteady ground where you're like, okay, I'm not, like the budget's new. These birthday gifts are new. Like, um, so I think that's a good point, though, because, yeah, for a second, I was like, you're right. I don't care what people think. Why did I accidentally care what people thought? But I think it, <laughs> it's been 40 years it's... of programming. That's why. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's hard to let go of that hard wiring in our brain. But again, it's just a skill like any other. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also sometimes just so everybody knows, like, I'm not trying to deny that sometimes I'm the person talking smack. And then I realize I'm a jerk. <laughs> just saying. As long as you're self-awareness. <laughs> <laughs> wolves didn't which is quite yet. which is is also probably why sometimes i think people are gonna be talking about me because i have a bad habit sometimes it's of, a projection so, i'm like oh my god what's the biggest thing about me although i like books so i wouldn't make maybe i have anyways okay was awesome do you have any other little like things that you feel like oh i just like you're gonna hang up and be like oh my gosh i wanted to say one more thing about creativity <laughs> if you, you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me. Go check out my really terrible TikToks. Go check out my really terrible Instagrams. Um, they're not terrible anymore. They used to be, but um, <laughs> I have okay. improved on all bases. So feel free to reach out if you have a question or if anything I said was unclear. Okay, I'm butting in here post-production to let you know that her new social media handles on everything are Paulette Arado. So that is P-A-U-L-E-T-T-E-E-R-A-T-O. And it'll be linked in the show notes. Yeah, on Instagram and TikTok. Okay. And yeah, come, let's chat. I, I, I like how at the end of your podcast, you used to say, I'm practically begging you to DM me on Instagram. Please do that. I like those. Oh, it's so much more fun to, I mean, now at least I have guests. I feel like back then I was like, it's just me. Please talk to me. So, yep. but you can talk to me or Paulette or like start a group chat. Let's all chat. I love it. <laughs> Thank you for coming on. This was awesome. And I will see you soon. So I'm hoping that maybe after hearing this, you've maybe been able to realize that you have some creativity hiding somewhere inside of you. And I'm really hoping that you've been inspired to say F it and try some new things out just to see where they lead you. Remember, creativity doesn't necessarily mean artsy. We're all creative in our own ways. So now it's time to go figure out what that means for you. All right. See you next time.